Welcome to the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one show to bring you all things Club America and English. Oh, what a strike, Club America! Your hosts for today are Ivan Pineda, Cristian Rosendo, Alexis Juarez, and everyone's favorite cowboy, Dylan Jimenez. Now let's hit the field and start the show. Gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Eagle Eye Podcast. We're here to recap that amazing 2-1 victory over Rayados at the Estadio Azteca. The three points, what it means for us going forward, and everything in between. We have a couple club updates in regards to the news all around Coapa. CONCACAF Champions League looks like is on the horizon. We got a lot more of that information, plus some rumors in and around the club as well. And joining me, to talk all things Club America, it is none other than our beloved co-host, New York's favorite, Christian Rosendo, and returning back from New York himself as well, Mr. AJ. Gentlemen, how are we? I'm doing good, Ivan. I'm doing good. Uh, I'm happy to be back on another podcast. I still, Chris doesn't have, doesn't have a webcam. We still got to fix that. Um, absent for two podcasts, I hope you would have gotten one, but I guess that's not going to happen anytime soon. Um, but excited to review the game. Um, the upcoming one, talk about the last one, lots of stuff to go over. Um, but I'm sure we're all pretty happy about the result. Definitely, definitely. AJ, how is, uh, well, how, first of all, how you been, my friend? We haven't seen or heard from you in forever on the podcast. Um, yeah, it's been a hot minute since the last been on here. Um, got myself a full-time job while I was gone. So whoop, whoop. that's good. Nice, nice um, be just been just been enjoying Club America from the side, not having to really talk about it. I could just more um chill, but I kind of miss being on the pod, and I'm glad I'm glad to be back on here to just talk everything Club America. I'm excited. Definitely, we're glad to have you back on. We definitely missed you. I know our listeners did as well. We actually were talking about you last week and talking about having you come back on and look at that when you manifest things, it happens. And Chris, talking about manifesting things, looks like we're close. We're getting closer to manifesting America lift that 14th title after beating the favorite title contenders of the season, winning Monterrey two to one. But before all of that, how is the GoFundMe going for the uh, the new camera? Uh, it's been going bad. <laughs> I'm not there yet. <laughs> you can't see me. <laughs> hey, they complimented the me posting pictures every week though, so you know. I don't know if we should end that. <laughs> Christian is so disappointed. <laughs> yes, but you know what? I, I kind of want to see where you can kind of go with this. Uh, I, I'm curious to see what your next picture will be for the Classico, Classico um, Robin. And then Capitolino. And then, of course, against Juarez. That's the one I'm really interested to see what picture oh, you're going to pick. Oh, trust Juarez. me. I could get creative with this. I would be thinking about it all week. <laughs> <laughs> well it's good to have you on brother i know the heat must be uh must be bothering you just as much as it is to me but i'm glad you're on yeah man allergies a lot of allergies. allergy season right upon us well uh gentlemen let's talk a little bit what uh what we were just discussing right now america v beating monterrey two to one at home at the Estadio Azteca. not the best of starts though and we'll get into that in just a second but christian coming into this game knowing that we were going up against "Quote unquote," the best team in Liga MX for this season. How were your nerves before the game kicked off? Um, they were uh, they were pretty high, honestly, especially because of the reports I've seen throughout the week of the starting lineup. Um, I know there's a lot of mixed feelings about who should be starting in those uh, left back and right back positions. Um, and as you know, as season was going on, we saw that you know, you know wasn't really the best option. Really doing the same thing every single time he got on the ball, losing the ball consistently. Um, not not marking his man correctly. So you bring in Lara. Lara has a couple good games and starts doing his you know regular you know antics of not marking a player accurately or missing a spot or creating a dumb foul. So then it's like you're on the fence of who to really put in. Um, and it's obviously just choosing the best between you know two bad apples. Um, and for this one we decided to go with um with Layun. And surprisingly, it kind of worked out in our favor. But you know, it's just. When you have a team like Monterrey and they're so very offensive with all those players that they have, um, and you know you know that you have Layun on your team and he's starting, it doesn't really fill you with much hope. Um, but I mean, listen, we pulled it out, but definitely, definitely high nerves for the game. Definitely, indeed, and I'll go back to the whole Layun topic in just a second because. I want to pick Chris's brain in just a minute in regards to that. But uh, talking on the subject of, of the starting 11, AJ, obviously 
Christian mentioned the two big changes being uh, Fuentes and Layun coming in. What, what were your thoughts on that, changing the defense a little bit there? Um, That's good because you're preferably, I guess you're having someone trusty in Fuentes rather than Chavarez, who's more accustomed to him being as a winger as opposed to being a left back. Um, And then the change with Layun and Lara, I mean, I feel like no one's really going to be happy just because Lara... He could be kind of inconsistent at times. You'll be getting some great games at him as a right back, but then at odd time he would just completely mess up, allowing wingers to just get past them, or he would mismark his man, and they just allow to get a shot on target. So, I mean, I was fine with those chains, but against like um, the league leaders like Monterrey, you were kind of wondering, I hope this works out, because if not, that'd be pretty bad. Brad Medica said to try to switch things up against the league leaders and potential runners for the... For the champion this season, but all in all, it worked out in a favor, thankfully. So I wasn't really too bothered with the changes in, in defense. So thankfully, it all went well. No, oh, yeah, definitely credit to Dano Ortiz and his uh, coaching staff there for making the right call. And Chris, we 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 change our fullbacks, right? And and it looks like we even lose some pace. And you think to yourself, well, that looks like it's not a good idea against this Monterrey side that knows how to attack and run at defenses, but. Like these two gentlemen mentioned prior, it all worked out, funny enough. Yeah, I think that's also a message from Dano Tubano saying, look, like, we need something here. I don't really have many options. Fuentes, you didn't really see much uh, this year, but I didn't think he did that bad. And then Layun, you're just kind of scared that he's going to mess things up. You see that he gets booed, but I didn't really think he did that, that bad of a job on Saturday. I, no, I, I agree. I actually think, uh, I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but I don't think any of the Monterrey attacks were ever in his fault. I think he played a solid game. It, well, I mean, besides the crossing, right, which we know was uh, absolutely terrible. I think at one point in the second half, he tried like crossing it three times in a row and could not absolutely get the ball up for whatever reason. And, of course, that's the most frustrating thing about it. But... It's okay because America's game is probably, I don't know, Christian, what do you say? 12% crossing the ball into the box and the rest is creating or trying to take a shot from outside. Yeah, no, definitely. But like, but like you're saying though, you know, when you, when you play for a team with America and you can't seem to cross the ball in after three attempts, uh, it, it gets a little frustrating because you do see Henry trying to make these runs, uh, trying to beat a man. And so, you know, oftentimes he does succeed in doing that. It's just, he has no one to place the ball in with him. Um, I do agree with you that most of our attacks do come either from uh, Cabecita or Sendejas. Um, them just giving them the ball, trying to make them uh, do a play. Uh, but, you know, it's never bad to have that extra outlet, you know, on your fullbacks. And, you know, even though Chavarez is, is really in form right now, I think he does a better job in pushing and being more offensive than Layun. Uh, it's always, like I said, it's always great to have that addition in your arsenal when you're playing a team like Monterrey. No, yeah, 100% agreed in that in that sense because it gives you versatility going forward, and that's the most important part for, for this America side. Um, Chris, l- let's talk about how America kind of played this entire game, actually, not just from the first get-go or the first 45 minutes. I think I even texted you guys. We kind of predicted on how America needed to kind of start the game, and they played it to a T, right? We said they had to be aggressive. They had to go out there, and they had to kind of, you know, make Monterrey a bit uncomfortable, play our game, and, you know, let Monterrey decide what they wanted to do. I think Monterrey got complacent, and I think that they were okay with the smash and grab, mainly because it paid dividends to them by giving them that first goal. But ultimately, even after that goal goes in, America has a great reaction. I think they play this game to a T, and it proves, I mean, in the result. The only thing I would say, because I thought we played a great game, I just wish our offense clicked like they normally do. I think that's the only complaint that I have because you see the goal and it's just unlucky, right? Malagón blocks the first shot and then it just gets to a Rayados player and he shoots it in. Not much really anybody could do there. And then, but then you look at the whole the whole game and it just feels like this game should have been at least 3-1, 4-1. Maybe I'm exaggerating, but I think if you if this offense is, has a great, because nobody, like, I don't know if you guys noticed, Nobody could give Cabecito a good pass. Cabecito was in a lot of like great positions to score, and nobody could give him a good ball. No one. Yeah, I, I think that's one of the things that you would kind of highlight and say that America did poorly was 
kind of that last ball in the final third was lacking. I mean, Henry had a good opportunity. He botched that. Diego Valdez, I think, had two. He botched those as well. So it was quite unfortunate for America that he they weren't clicking in in those instances where we know they have the the capability to do so. But ultimately, this was a very good game. I don't know AJ about you, but we we've seen this this team time and time again frustrate us, right? Uh, a a tale of two halves. We always say on this podcast, but this seemed like the first time in a while that America gave us a very well-rounded 90 minutes. Yeah, no, I have to agree with you. Felt um first half, we actually were giving Monterrey the scare first in like the force from first four minutes. We made Andara try to make a good save already. So I'm like, okay, we're waking up. We're actually bringing the game to Monterrey. We're at home. That should be expected from America. But then when they scored, it didn't seem like everything was crumbling down. The team got themselves. They refocused, regrouped. They're like, all right, let's fight for this second goal. And that goal from Valdez in the 30th minute, that definitely gave the team the goal that they needed to the, for themselves. Like, we're back in this. Let's fight for that second goal. There really wasn't a point in time where we felt like it was um back and forth game. It's just from there, both teams started trying to bait the deadlock after both teams scored their first goal and figuring out, all right, who's going to score that second goal? In America, with the um with the land that they had, we were definitely able to do much. We were definitely trying to fight to score more than just the two goals that we saw in this game. But just as you mentioned, just no one could ever give the good pass to Gabesita. And I think we did mention that we were like saying like Gabesita was not playing great. But then what we're seeing more, it's like I don't he's playing fine. The problem is just no one can ever give him the outlet pass to try to take on the on the Monterrey fullback so because of that he's just not able to do anything so when you're doing at that the only thing you could think of that somehow well we stayed with them and we were just trying to attack from there through the middle with Valdez see what any of these guys can do until we could find that outlet pass all in all this America they give it all for that full 90 minutes there really wasn't a point that we looked really shaky to say the least I feel like we were in there for the full 90 we were head to head we were head to head and throughout that entire game, and the and the goal that we were able to get from Vinas definitely helped us out. And big heroic moments from Malagon, who is definitely a key factor into the reason why we were able to stay um in this game for the full ninety minutes and ultimately get the three points at home. No, yeah, definitely. And then we'll have a little more discussion about Malagon and his heroics on the night. Carlos Diaz mentioning right here in the comment section, I heard Layun to make another start this weekend versus Cruz Azul, um, which I would agree. I even would dare to say Luis Fuentes is probably going to play that game as well. I mean, go equipo que gana repite in a sense, right? So we'll see what happens. And then Araujo makes a return as well. Maybe he just means in this game and not to the actual start 11, because I don't think we can, I don't think we should have Araujo playing in the start 11 anytime soon. His form is just not there. but. I kind of want to say something in regards to what AJ was 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 saying in regards to Cabecita. I don't necessarily think he had the best of games, Christian. I even messaged you guys that I wanted him out. I wanted Brian Rodriguez in. What I will say, though, that AJ mentioned very well was that he was getting himself into very good positions, right? He came, he, he, he has kind of this sixth sense as to know where, how to drift wide, but to get himself in those attacking positions that are going to be crucial, especially for a counterattack, right? But I don't know. It, it, instances where you give him the ball, he tries to take on a player. He looks very, he, he looks like a very flat player in that sense, very predictable, 2D in a sense, right? Not very, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for here, but not very convincing when it's a 1v1 situation. And that's why I said bring on Brian because Chris, like we mentioned, He's very good at getting himself in, out of tight spots. So I don't know if you would agree to, with that, Christian. Um, I do agree with you that I don't think this was one of his best games. Uh, but I also want to say that I think Monterrey did their homework. Uh, Cabecita in the past games before this has been on form, in my opinion. I think one of our best players alongside Diego Valdez. Um, so I, I do agree in the sense that I think that when it comes to the one-on-one and to try and dribble an opponent, maybe he isn't the best for that. Um, but I, I, I think you got to give her credits due. And like I said, Monterey did their homework, uh, did a good job at neutralizing him. So, you know, didn't really have to worry about, about him too much. Um, but I think you, you make a good point when you say that I think this was a game for someone like Brian Rodriguez to kind of come in and try to break, a, uh, break the line or something. 
uh, to get a good chance and try to see if he can, you know, combine with Henry at the point or Diego Valdez. Um, not one of his best games, Scarcita, but I think he should be ready for Saturday though, against his old club. Which will be interesting. That's that's definitely for sure. Um, but I, I mean, Cabecita loses the ball in the goal that they, that we concede. I don't know if you guys can. He lost the ball fourteen times that. in this game. Yeah, that's not a good number because he's just yeah. not that great at dribbling for for those one v one situations. Like, get him in open space or have him run to space, and he will find a way to put that ball in the back of the net or even in in tight areas inside the eighteen yard box. Like, that is his. That is his bread and butter, right? But when you have him like, you know, like upwards towards the halfway line and he just needs to take on a player or two, he sometimes just feels like very com- not convincing in a sense. So that's the frustrating thing about it. And then you bring up that stat right there. It just goes to show like, you know, he he's, I don't want to say he's a liability for America, but knowing that sometimes on the counter, we get caught with our pants down like we did against Monterrey. You know, instances like that happen. Although I wouldn't say that it's Capacita's fault that we got scored on. Actually, I don't really know who I would blame. It's kind of a freak of an accident. Yeah, to no. be honest. Mm-hmm. The ball just kind of landed perfectly for, for right? Maximiza. And what are the odds that he strikes it and it goes perfectly into the back of the net, right? So, it, I mean, credit to, to the player, right? Did a great job. No one's going to doubt his talent. But it's like... You, you you see that 1v1, Malagondo's great coming out, blocking it. And what are the odds that the ball's going to land right there? Like, right there. So, it's, uh, it was difficult. Because uh, usually, I when we could see it, I can, I can get mad and blame someone, AJ. But this time, I, I, I really couldn't. Yeah, no. That was a perfectly placed shot. And in those instances, you're kind of just like, well, that just happened. Like, even players yep. on this other kind of just like, yeah, there's like not much. Like, Malagón did try, but it's like he wasn't going to reach that rock. It's like, so be it. All right, figure out how we're going to score. We did, thankfully, but just I had to like applaud for Monterey for that. I wasn't even mad. It was one of those things like, yeah, I can't be mad. It, we is, get what, dabbed it, on it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, nah, in the year 2023, I would have never thought I'd see Maxi Mesa still dab. And I'm like, yeah, that just annoyed me. It's like the golden <laughs> annoy me. It's more of the dad. I'm like, I, I hate you. Crew <laughs> Epicness is kind of agreeing with us here, saying that goal was no one's fault to me, to be honest. It just be like that. Mm-hmm. And it just be like that sometimes, too. It just, and I guess that's the sense of it all. But uh, quick response in a sense, Chris, because I th- I saw America just push forward, push forward. And I guess maybe sometimes you need a little bit of divine luck or a bit of a goalkeeper error, regardless of what you want to call it. Great. Uh, Great capitalizing by Diego Valdez to kind of, you know, never die on the play in in in, in that action. Uh, before I get to that, I wanted to add to uh you were saying about Cabecita. It's like he plays unmotivated. Uh, similar to Roger, but the difference is he could play unmotivated and score. Does that make sense? Yeah, I can see it. And so I was also going to say he's, he's like a nine playing as a winger with how uh, yeah. if yes. you don't get him involved. 100%. He just completely ghosts. Oh, yeah. No, but yeah, uh, that was a good goal from Valdez, which to me was he was kind of frustrating during the game because of how open Cabecita would get. That that was my main uh, thing with him. Uh, I mean, yeah, no, 100% agree. Him and Henry, they, they were, I just think Cabecita was more open than we, we give him credit for. Or maybe not give him credit for it, but he was open a lot. And you could tell, like, the link-up was just horrible in that game. And like I said earlier, I think this game should have just been a good 4-1, 5-1 game. And I would have loved that result because we go into, like, the Gia with that mindset, right? I know it's still three weeks, you know, four weeks. But still, it's like a result like that would have been amazing. It was. And, and, and not to downplay this result, it's still amazing, I think. There's a lot of good stuff that comes from this one, right? And and, and we'll, we'll we'll get into the towards the end of the match how how that kind of pushes America forward. But I mean, all in all, I I I thought it was a pretty well first half for America. Gets the goal, still even looks towards the end of the first half to get the second, and you kind of end up going into the halftime thinking, okay, we're 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 pretty good. We're sitting well. I think maybe we just make a couple adjustments here and there, and we'll be fine. And 
ultimately, I think that's exactly what happened, Christian. Yeah, uh, just to add on to something about Diego Valdez, honestly, um, I, I I think I'm, I don't know if I'm playing the contrary here or the devil's, devil's advocate, but I thought Valdez had a good game. And that goal that he made, I don't think he makes that goal in the beginning of his, of his America career. It's just he's actually pushing for the ball, looking like he wants to play, looking like he wants to create, looking like he wants to be dangerous. If he doesn't like he push Andrade, right, if he doesn't push Andrade, that, that goal never happens. You know, the mm-hmm. defender probably just gets it and just clears it out. You know, like, he's playing with, with, another, with another level, with another bat, with another, like, like, dagger in him to kind of prove, you know, the haters wrong, the media wrong, the fans wrong about him. Um, and I think this is, this, we're seeing Diego about this in probably the best form he's ever been at Club America. Um, and we just need him to continue because without him like playing like this, we're not going to win the title. Um, I, I enjoyed his game. Um, maybe I, I, I do agree with some points that Chris is making that, yes, he is blind a little and missed Cavacita on, on, on a couple of chances. But when, when aren't you going to miss Cavaz- oh, you know, your players on a couple of chances? Right? Especially <clears> when you're the 10 and trying to look everywhere on the pitch for, for an opportunity, right? Uh, but let's not forget that it was his it was his pass to to get us the victory too. Oh no, uh, to I, I agree completely. Yeah, I agree completely. Right. I might just think the first half like it was just frustrating to see like right. Yeah, you, yeah. you'll see. Mm-hmm. I think Cabecita was just open a little too much, mm-hmm. and it wasn't just him either. It was also Henry that was just not giving him the great like great ball. Right. That was just a frustrating thing for me. Like I said, like I think if in the in the first half we could have at least had a good three one lead. Even more, like maybe not, like maybe not more, but it, like still, it, it's it, it was he was wide open, and I I blame mm-hmm. Valdez and Henry for that mainly. That's fair. But but, but I I agree completely with everything you said. I, it was it wasn't a bad day for him either. Mm-hmm. It just feels like any other day where everyone's on their day, like you know, it would have been goals all over the place. It would have been nice. Yeah, really nice. But that's that's kind of what this America team has, right? And, I, and we mentioned it, Chris, on on the preview that this is a side that easily can put two, three, four past any team, right? It's just our defensive issues, you know, on the night when everyone's clicking, especially when Diego Valdez is clicking, this team looks different. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but this team looks different when Diego Valdez wants to play and he's been wanting to play for the past couple of games. And so now comes the kind of the big uh, debate. Now he has to do it in the Ligia and who else has to do it in the Ligia? Henry Martin, right? So it's going to be interesting. And, and I'm not to say that we've secured ourselves in the top four spot, but now they kind of have that mindset that, look, we're getting, we're edging closer. We have to keep this form alive. And it, hopefully by doing so, they can help feed Cabecita and get him into his best form as well in the America jersey. Because right. imagine, imagine that attack. Sendejas already looks fired up. And we'll get to that because I, the man showed that he, he he feels the colors. He feels the passion, because playing with a broken nose is not an easy task to do. But he said, he, "I'm I'm down to do it," and uh, almost created an opportunity for America, by the way. But uh, uh, yeah, that that's kind of the first half. We'll get into the second one now, right? The the, the changes happen. Brian Rodriguez comes in. I think that gives America a little bit more versatility going forward, and you just kind of saw that. Okay, something's about to happen. Something's about to happen, and something did. I mean, ultimately, even though it wasn't Henry, it was, funny enough, Federico Vinas. How did you guys feel about that? Federico Vinas for the W. So I have a mixed feelings about this. Um, because, so what am I about to say? Um, and I know you three can attest, and I'm not saying it because he scored the goal, right? But before we get even into the goal, I almost flipped out when I saw Henry Martin coming out. Um, Same. This is a deadlock game against the best team in the league. You're chasing a goal. Why are you subbing out the league uh, top scorer in a game like this? Why not just play them both up top? It just didn't make sense to me, right? Uh, but whatever, you know, I, I, I can't go in there. I can't, I can't change what's going to happen, right? So here comes Vinas. Um, and the, the little movements that, and the little touches and the little, I guess, space that he creates before the game is why, personally for me, is why I like the player. And it's not just this game, because he's done it throughout his time here. He just knows how to use his body to create a space. He knows how to um, try to get these tight little spaces, play from the back, um, and, you know, give one-twos. That kind of has been his, like, his, his, his thing ever since he's joined America. 
Um, this was a prime example as to why I think he is okay uh, with being a sub player at America. Is is these little little sparks like this? Um, I do think he has good ball control. I do think he has good play from um, when you're receiving the ball from the back. Uh, I think he holds the ball pretty well. Um, and here was just, I, I guess maybe they, they just got lucky and you created the perfect play uh, with Valdez and Vinas. But um, no, I, I'm personally, I like the player. And I know you three can attest to it because I know you three don't. Um, but, you know, this is, <laughs> this is nothing new that I'm saying because I've, I've said this before. Um, even with everyone just bashing on him, that I actually am a fan of the player. No, yeah, no, yeah. You 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 root heavily for Vinyas, and I don't think uh, we hate him or anything. I think he's just fallen, kind of, from our list of players we like and gotten down to the players that we kind of dislike. Mainly due to the performance that he's been putting out lately, right? I mean, he wasn't able to do ten minutes in a preseason game, so it. Mm-hmm. it it's worrisome signs like that, but could this be the beginning of his redemption arc, AJ? I don't know. Eee, that, that's, that, that's a long stretch. <laughs> like redemption arc is crazy, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, even like as, even as a player fan, I don't think it's is that is that is that deep. Yeah, nah, it's not. It just we he happens to be there at the right time. Valdez gives the assist, and then he's like, "Yeah, put it right in." Vinyas did it. Thankfully, I have I had vibes when. Vinya subbed on and then scored like a couple of minutes later against Morelia. That's immediately why I thought it was like yes. Or, or his Pumas debut goal. Yeah, exactly. Or, That's yeah, the one I, I thought. One yeah, it's been like I think like so, what five months in an official league match since he last <laughs> scored. I was just yeah. like, thank God he scored. Like did you guys that did you guys uh, go go AJ finish no, no. it? Oh uh, yeah, nah. So like when you saw that for Henry, like if you were getting mad, I'm just like. I hope this guy. I hope our manager knows what he's doing, and I'm like, I hope this goes out well. Vinya score. I'm like, okay, he knows what he's doing. We're fine. I'm like, thank God he saved us. If not, he everyone's about to throw so much hate onto the coach and be like, why did you sub Oof. Henry out? But I guess like he just under he's like, yeah, I think I need a pair of fresh legs or something because I know Henry was doing his very best because he could not finish. I guess he was like, I'm gonna put Vinya's in, see if something can happen. It did. And to answer your thing too, I feel like why they couldn't put Vinyas heading up front. I just feel like they're just ball dominant players. It's like if you just want one player to get, they're only gonna get. And I feel like Vinyas would want the ball as badly as Henry's concerned. He has not scored. And when you're putting two guys in there who like desperately want to score, I don't know if one is gonna be too selfish to pass off to one or so I feel like maybe that's why they did the sub. Probably could just be me. I, I think you kind of onto something, AJ. I think there are two players that play with their backs against the against goal and and Mm -hmm. america needs a mobile striker if the partner striker is going to do that right so i don't know i I just don't think it pairs very well between um henry and vinas so we'll see but uh, talking about that the the goals that you guys kind of remembered uh, or that gave you kind of the the throwbacks with Vinas. Did you guys see on Twitter someone dubbed uh, the goal against Monterrey uh, with with the commentary of when Vinas made his goal against Pumas? <laughs> oh, no, really? I no, I didn't see that. No. I don't. Yeah. Think, I don't. I don't think I did. But yeah, it was funny. I was like, oh, what the heck? People people get creative. I swear. But oh, um, it's a Christian's thing. We said what Vinas say. I'm not, bro. I still gum as my. Header on Facebook. I still got him as my header, but vintage Vinas though. I was happy. That's the 100%. kind. That's the kind. That's uh, as um. Carlos just mentioned like the hunger, the desire. Yeah, that's what we needed for a bench player. Like as soon as he got he got on, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna make the difference immediately. He did two minutes in. So, Kurepeknis kind of shares the 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 uh the frustration of taking out Henry as well as you guys can mm-hmm. see right there and like uh. AJ mentioned right vintage Venus for me. Hunger, desire. We need more like that from our bench players. And I and and it alludes me to a little bit of something else that they were um that I wanted to discuss. Uh Dylan saying the gang is all here. Besides you, Dylan, you're the only one not not here. But it's okay. We know you're working. Doing hard, keeping America informed. Um go back one to thing, kind of what you want to add though. Remember, uh-huh. uh Hendry wasn't hundred percent throughout the week. But I think that's another reason why they sold them out. And Henry was yeah. like one knee to the back for being uh, out for the rest of the season because Moreno just kept going. At him. Oh, oh yeah, oh, and, well, and he we thought it was Luke Shaw, bro. We oh, we haven't even that. touched. We on didn't even it. Touch yeah, that's on that. right. 
two missed PKs that should have been, it's like never happened. I'm like, okay. So whoever was yeah, in the like four one, I think it was Chris. I was like, it could have actually been four. It could have been four one if the PKs. And then the were penalty called. they give them, like, it's very oh yeah. There's Both always something lie. against the Rayados games, and I know, like, I don't want to be that guy to point it out, but like, it's always what it is. Stuff, like, and then like, like you don't want to be that guy that blames the refs, but it's like, man, it's always against Rayados. Like, people will be like, oh, they own you guys. Like, yeah, well, when they have something always going. Like, look at the picture I got right now. <laughs> if you guys remember, like, it's because you know what? It's because their check clears and ours doesn't anymore. We go to La Rosa de Guadalupe now. Rosa de Guadalupe doesn't even make the same numbers, dude. I mean, it's getting outplayed by Coco Melon on YouTube. It's just, it's not, it's not doing the same numbers. Till this day, I don't know what Coco Melon is. I just always hear about it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, just, just know it's, it's beating us. America needs to get a partnership with Coco Melon. Maybe then we'll start making some money moves. Um. (laughs) Yeah, uh, it, it was frustrating seeing that America players continuously getting bullied and the referee just like, oh, no, it's whatever, let's go play him. <laughs> and I, I don't think he was being very protective over the Monterrey players, but uh, there was one or two instances where you're like, well, how come you gave that and not the other one, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, it's just frustrating. But it, it's hard because you can't really sit here and whine about it because at the end of the day, the result is going to stand with what was given and put out and but I, I still think America did a very good job in regards to uh, dealing with that pressure uh, but I wanted to kind of mention what, what uh, Carlos Diaz said right there that he says we need more more like that from our bench players and I would say that there's this unity in, in the locker room that for a brief moment I thought was not there was at the time where America was drawing all these games and you started hearing all these things and players being upset, this was all going when Oscar Jimenez was in goal and that some players weren't happy about his performance and yada, 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 right? All locker room talk. And I thought, wow, Tan Ortiz might be losing, might be losing the, um, the locker room here like Solari did at, uh, towards the end of his tenure. I don't know what happened, but he switched things around and this team has never looked more happier together mm-hmm. like the bench players aren't upset that they're bench players if that makes any sense like they understand their role mm-hmm. you know like i've never seen a roger martinez being so okay with not starting with coming off the bench you know and and you just kind of see this unity a pedro aquino that you know technically could be a starter in other teams but he's all right being right in the bench you know, Jonathan okay Dos Santos, in. for example, right? Like, yeah, Jonathan Dos Santos as well. He might go somewhere to get paid better than I don't know what he gets paid with us. I would assume he's getting paid nice, but he could yeah, still be that nice. player that sells jerseys somewhere else. And it's like, nah, I'm cool here. Like, yeah, there's a unity, and 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 you see it a hundred percent on the Vinas goal. The whole stadium explodes, but the whole bench explodes as well. They go, they celebrate, they hug him, they you know had him they did someone might have kissed him on the mouth i don't know but you know <laughs> <laughs> he, he he this this team looks like they're very very solid like they're very united and i think the whole team was so happy to see their own teammates score after you guys mentioned what five months without having a league goal it it, it meant the world to them and just as much as it meant to Vinas, but it it showcased that this team is a family and you kind of need that kind of unity going forward because yes, there's been mistakes and yes, there's count. There's going to be a countless more mistakes with this defense. But when you have a team that's not kind of pointing fingers at each other and be like, Oh, well you messed up or it's your fault or this and that. It's nice because you know, you can make a mistake and be like, Hey, you know what? Heads up. We got you on the next one. And, And that's kind of important going forward. I think that's going to play as much of a factor as the form that we're in, in, in the Ligia. So, uh, you know, hats off to Tano for keeping that locker room uh, intact. And, I mean, to the players as well for, for playing their role. I mean, I don't know if you guys anything else to add to that. I'm I think you summed it up perfectly. Do you agree? Honestly. Man? All right. Okay. Well, then, uh, well, guys, our... our, our uh, 
amazing feeling of scoring that winner was cut shortly when we conceded that penalty that we were just talking about, right? What, what went through your guys' heads when the referee points down at the spot, penalty for Monterrey? Christian, I'll throw it to you first because you're the first one shaking your head. It's like, that's the one you give? You know, right? like... Um, <laughs> I I understand the argument of why it is a penalty, and but all I'm saying is if you're gonna call that one, then the Hector Moreno on Henry Martin should have been the PK as well. Yeah. Um. 100%. Maybe not so much the Cabecita one because I I I do think that you can, he, he does exaggerate sell it too much. He does yeah, exaggerate he to too, too much, and you know, so we 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 can let that one slide. But the, definitely the so if you're gonna go one for one, then that should the penalty for Monterrey should have never counted. Um, but here you go. 90th minute, Estadio Azteca up one against the league leader, and they have a chance to tie it. So now it's Malagón. Either you, you prove yourself why you're here, why you made it to America, or, you know, or they tie the game and we go home with one point. And you think it to yourself, great. It's like the opportunity, like it goes either Malagón saves us or a great, again, Monterrey's going to best us. And I was thinking in my head, I was like, great, another game where we're going to drop two points, but we should be getting all three. Like, I was just thinking all these scenarios, and I was like... Another oh, game like gosh. that. Yes, another Atlas game, right? Another so, Leon game. Another Leon It's so frustrating. Oh. <laughs> Dylan said, when the ref pointed, I thought I knew Vina's goal was too good to be true. <laughs> That's how I felt. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I was like, man, there's always like, we always have a good... And against them too, remember? the Like the picture I have right now. The Royal yeah. free kicks, and then the they call a penalty kicks. that wasn't a penalty. Only in that one, we did get scored on. But, you know, it, what I thought was, you know, uh, does this seal the job for Malagón? And I feel like, you know, you don't think it did, Christian? No, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was, I was going to ask you guys, like, how do you guys feel about that? Do you think this seals it? You think there's still too many games left, potentially? Nah, that's it. Or you think this is just show, like, leadership, like, you know? Not- I, it- well, go. I'll let you guys answer, and then I'll give my two cents towards the end. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, AJ, go first, bro. Oh no, nah, I want to respond to that PK. I was like, "Damn, madre!" I was like, "You could, you know, like, you gotta be joking." Out of all times, like the call of PK, it's like, it's like, it's like playing FIFA. They call a PK in the ninth minute. You just like, there's no way. And then they call, and they're like, "All right, let's just hope." He, um, goalie can save it. Might I go and save it? I'm just like, "Oh my god, thank you!" Immediately. Wait for through the NAUSA to get the video and I got the gift going. I was like, yep, nope, I'm doing it right now. Ball don't lie. Ball don't lie. That's all I'll say. And for <laughs> Malagón to secure himself, yeah, he pretty much essentially secured himself as safe starting goalkeeper at this club. I think he's now truly won. I'd say the um the FAC Unidos. Like at first when we saw him in that preseason and was hyping him up, they looked at him as like this is going to be our future goalie at America. And going back from that preseason from the beginning of the season till now, we're kind of just like, yep, I think this is our guy. We got him. And we only have to pay like, what, maybe two mil for him. So that's a W on us for once in the transfer market. Actually got a solid goalie and it's paying well for us. Nice. Nice. Christian? Uh, Christian, yeah. No, yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm with you, Chris. Um, I I think this 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 does it for me. I, I at least until the end of the season, right? And then we know whatever happens in the off season happens. Um, but you know, I think Malagón came up huge here. Uh, this is this is the kind of goalie that I I think that that we needed for the entire the entirety of the year. Someone that isn't afraid of a moment like this. Um, and he just owned it. You know, uh, um, whether the penalty was was poorly taken or not, you still have to make the save, right? Um, so he owned the moment, he understood what we needed to do here. Uh, he knew the importance of the game and he stepped up. And that's all you can ask for in and in, in, in your in your stopper is to instill that trust um in your defense. Because now I think the defenders and the team, most of all, just trust him that much more in and in, in, uh underneath the three post, right? So, you know, good job, Malagon. Um, you know, you're very, very, very proud. I think the the you know, you won over the fans. And this is our keeper, at least until the end of the season, for sure. Yep. Chris? Your turn, Ivan. I mean, I, I, for me, I've been saying Malagón. Like, I told you guys, or I told Ivan a while back, like, this Marchesin talk, like, no, I'm not with it. Like, if, 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 
for me, I didn't I wanted a, I didn't want to waste a foreigner spot on a goalkeeper. So for me, he's been the guy. He's young. To me, we got him for I don't even know how much he cost, but I know for a fact it's way cheaper than than Acevedo. And for me, if he's not better, the gap isn't that far ahead. Like there's no if the, there's a gap, it's not that far ahead from each other. So for me, it was a steal signing, and I, I say give him more years. Is the gap as close as uh, MLS to Liga Mekis? Oh we'll have that when the league's cup thing starts. Oh, we'll no. have that talk. I just had to throw it in there. Look, I'll, I'll say this much about Malagon. I was ecstatic when he made that penalty save. And not just that, I, he had some very good crucial saves in this one, right? Unfortunate that that 1v1 goes into the path of of uh, Monterrey player to score that golazo. Uh, but then he had a, a, a think a great save against Funes Mori um, where he had to dive low and everything. So I, I analyze him very, very heavy critical just because obviously, you know, Ochoa had that position before. And so in order to step up in that spot, you have to do a good job. And I can honestly say he's doing a fantastic job exceeding all of my expectations. That's for sure. And this penalty just gives him one more above. Does this cement him as the goalkeeper for the rest of the season? Absolutely. No doubt about it. Does this performance alone secure him as the goalkeeper for the future of America? Not yet. I want to see what he does after. I want to see what he does in this next game against Cruzul. I want to see how he does against Pumas in these next two Clásicos. Only because I want to see how well he can ride the highs. Because that's that's just as important as riding the lows. Because when you feel like you're on top of the world, you think you're unstoppable, you're prone to making those mistakes like you saw the Monterrey goalkeeper make, right? So keep going at it, showcase yourself, and kind of, you know, say, okay, I had a good game, I had a good performance. And he, he's saying all the right things. I, I think they even asked him afterwards, they were like, oh, like you were the hero of the match, this, this, and that. He was like, no, no, I, I was just doing my job. I was, we didn't win because of me. We won because of the team. And I think that's important, right? He's keeping himself very grounded, very level-headed. I just want to see what he's going to do moving forward. And I think if he can close out the season, just the regular season, we'll see what happens during the year. But if he can close out the regular season, these next three games on a good performance in a regular kind of sense that he's putting up saves after saves and, and just kind of giving that sense of security to the defense and to the fans. then of course, let him let him ride the rest of the rest of the upcoming seasons as the starting goalkeeper. Because like you mentioned, Chris, I think, I think he's a very good, talented goalkeeper. It's just, can he do it consistently? And that's the most difficult thing to do, especially at that age. So for you, it's just going to take the next three games to put a good, do a good performance, and he can, be the, the, he can be the starter for at least the next two years. Yeah, I'm willing to put all my chips on that. Okay. I was, I was thinking more if he won the title, then that for sure cements... No, that that gives him like that, another. That's that's yeah, he, oh, he's secure. He's <laughs> done. Like, he's like, yeah, two, that's him. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I'll tell you this much. Sometimes it 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 does because Moises Munoz, as much of a club legend as he is, I think he got one or two seasons extra just because of the titles he won with America. Right? And a lot of people think... were mad when the, when we got Marchesin. They said, mm-hmm. you know, he's not doing a bad job, and I think it's it. It, like you said, you have to analyze the whole thing. How much, how much limited is he, right? Because it's like we look at it right now. We have a bad defense. Like you know, maybe people won't uh, agree that it's that bad. Maybe it's just fullbacks and not really the center back. However, you want to argue, have a bad defense. I don't know what they're watching. Yeah, <laughs> whatever you want. Because I've seen some people say it's not the center backs. It's just the fullback. So whatever you want to argue, no, you you can't be a limited goalkeeper with this type of defense. So. If Malagón, let's say, saves us, right? Maybe we don't end up champions, but he's not the reason why we lost. I think that's secure. I think what I've been saying that secures them, right? Okay, that's fair. No, yeah, agreed, agreed in that sense. And I mean, that kind of, kind of sums up in that sense right there. That you know, ninety minutes and comes to an end, you kind of play it out. We get one good counterattack where Fidalgo finally takes a shot. That man had so many opportunities in that game to take a shot from, you know outside the box and he just always wanted to find a pass but uh, he takes a wild shot from um, from half court and you know when he first took that shot I was like oh my gosh don't tell me it's going to be another Rolfi Montenegro moment oh, oh that's exactly <laughs> what I thought too 
and then and then Andrade just puts his hand out, and, and well, obviously at that point it was game over. But I was which like, was okay. dumb for Mandela because the game was already lost, and now he he won't play the next game for them. Yeah, it's fine. We're not worried about. But did you see the criticism from Ar- Argentinians about how about that mistake? No, you guys didn't see the post. They went off. They went off on Mexicans because they're they're gonna go off on Mexicans. But they went. They even went off on us playing the 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 lights when you get scored on. But they went off on him and how I guess it's like traits that he had when he was in Boca. He was Boca Juniors, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. 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 Stuff like that. Yeah. No. Interesting. Interesting indeed. And we'll, you know, final whistle blows. Uh, blows three minute. Uh, three points. Fairly secured in the bag. You climb up the table. America sits comfortably in third place. And that was a roller coaster, if not to say the least, right? A lot of emotions, a lot of good stuff, a lot of worrisome stuff that America still needs to fix. But all in all, a good result that will catapult you forward into the next last three games where we know we need to be at our best. The one game that I think concerns me the most is the last game away at Juarez. I I don't know. I, I think America is getting too complacent at being at home i need to see them do it on the road so let's see but we'll get to that when we get to that uh anything else you guys want to add on in regards to this uh america monterrey game guys mm, it was nice to see richard back in the starting lineup it was it was i, I think he definitely helped move the play a lot smoother so lot, it, yeah. it was nice to see him uh kind of orchestrate things right there anyone else No, that's it. I mean, I was going to bring up uh, the Fidalgo criticism that I saw and that I kind of agree with, but I don't know if it's, we have enough time for that. No, I want to save that for the preview because I think it, it's uh, the preview for the upcoming Cruiser Soul game because I think this is a game that he needs to, Afuera says, like, he needs to have a good game. Yeah. So we'll leave it to that. And I'll just say it is frustrating that he doesn't take enough uh, shots from the distance. There's yeah, some especially, also, especially when you're wearing that iconic number eight jerseys that yeah. you know, that's carry the, the weight of Carlos Reynoso. I'll just say that because I'm sure you guys had a moment in the game too where you're just like, shoot, and then you'll just try to pass this type pass, and it's like, you're not gonna yeah. make that. Well, we'll see. Um, but yeah, that pretty much wraps up America versus Monterrey. Let's go into a little bit of club news and let's go with a little bit of transfer rumors. Uh, we were talking about him a little bit earlier. Diego Valdez rumored to have a couple of uh, European teams eyeing him. I don't know what you guys have heard about this. I've heard nothing about that. I've, I've seen that. <laughs> and it makes sense now that they're interested in Rojas, right? Now Correct. it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because if you're going to, you know, let go of Diego, then you obviously need a competent, you know, yeah, replacement. So just giving you guys that news in regards to that sense. I think that's the only transfer rumor we have. And then the unnamed player that might leave, which we all. Oh, right. There was right rumors, uh, heavy rumors that one of the foreign players was heavily. Well, there's this heavy rumor that he was him, his family. He had to flee the country because he was getting extorted. Um, no news has come out in regards to that sense. Nothing from the club itself. So we want to just treat that as a rumor and nothing more. I don't know how concrete. I mean, it was from record, right? At the, yeah. were, were they who, who broke the news? So it's somewhat reliable in that sense. So we'll keep you guys posted on that. Also, I, I just saw that today. Uh, saw this today. Or was it yesterday? I can't remember. Um, but Brian Rodriguez wants to go back to Uruguay. So according to the, the reports from over there, correct? They haven't said anything in Mexico, but interesting. He wants right? he wants more playing time, which I yeah. understand. I get. He's very talented, and I think that he definitely deserves to be a starter in this America side. Unfortunately for him, he has a cabecita ahead of him, who, like you mentioned, Christian, maybe not be doing the best sometimes, but he's got goals. And can't argue with that at the end of the day. Because they're, they're what wins you games. That's true. Very true. It's the system. Exactly what Dano wants, right? It's offensive right. scores goal. I mean, we'll see. But um, I think that's all I have in regards to transfer rumors. I don't know if you guys have anything else you guys want to throw out in that. Nothing, nothing too concrete I want to talk about. 
Okay. And that's yeah, that that wraps it up for the Transformers, at least what I got in that sense. Um I think there's only one last big bit of news that we have to discuss, and that is America looks like to have secured themselves into CONCACAF Champions League football for uh, 2024, gentlemen. Finally. I didn't know this is, yeah, no, finally, America should be playing Champions League football all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting, because the first time I heard about it was yesterday. Um, someone just tweeted out like, oh, congratulations, America. We've, we're finally playing Champions League football again. And I kind of didn't really want to believe it. And then it wasn't until, you know, we started doing a little bit more research. Chris, you sent me the new format, the new rules, right? With the new Champions League, there's going to be a lot more teams that get seeded. So Liga Mekis gets a total of six teams, right? Yeah, six spots. So six spots. So obviously the champions of Apertura and Clausura, the the runner-ups off of that. And then after that, is the two next best teams that uh, finish point wise? Is, is it six or is it potential six? Because the league's cup one is one, right? Or is that extra, like extra slot? No, I think that's an extra slot. I don't know. Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure. Okay. Damn, seven teams—that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, doesn't MLS have the most teams right now currently? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's because they have the cat. Canadian teams. Yeah. So te- technically, it's they don't have. It's because of that only because right, they, right. they pick their own league. <laughs> so let me uh, for all of you guys who are just as confused as I was. Um, I ended up doing the math here, and then it, it gets tricky, right? But right now, Toluca and Pachuca have secured their spot into the Champions League. Right? We don't know what the outcome is going to be for the end of this season. But looking at the two best teams that have finished point-wise between um, last season and this season is America and Monterrey. Monterrey leads by like 69 points over America's 65. So, no, excuse me. Am I getting this right? No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. 69, Monterrey, America 65. If Monterrey loses all three games, we could potentially, you know, beat them, but I don't see them... But it doesn't matter at that point, though, because we would still get no. a spot. Yes, America's still second best right now. The only team that can get close to them is Tigres, who finished with 32 points last season, has 21 right now, totaling a total of 53 points. Now, if they win all of their next three games, get nine points, they get to 62. Even if America was to lose all three, they don't get anywhere near the 65 that America has. So, with that math in... um. In display, you see that America has, quote-unquote, clinched uh, themselves as the second-best team in the league. So, with that said, they get a Champions League spot, which is... A first-round Champions League spot. Just yeah, a, a first-round. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not straight to the round of 16. Right. For that, right. we would have the to beat... We would have to beat Monterrey. No, we would, yeah, we would have to beat Monterrey. No, we would have to beat Champions League. Is that like a in other well, words? No, oh no, so we would have to just beat Pachuca's points, which we already do anyway, because I think only one champion. Oh, yes, correct. So either, you're right, you're right. From either tournament gets into the round of 16, and that would be decided on points. Who yes, on points, on, on the champions. Right. Correct. Which you're right. If America does end up champions, we automatically get that position because right. we surpass their points. Yes, exactly. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's nice. that. Can you can you put like that it. that one that says this sounds confusing on the screen? Because uh, <laughs> on, honestly, <laughs> like even then, I like the first thing Thomas was like, we didn't even finish in league in, and we didn't even make to the finals. How do we get through until yeah. like the points? So the, like, the point of okay, all this is because then. they they expanded the format just to add more teams. <laughs> yeah, um, so w math honestly, yeah. <laughs> which I think is is all right because they're trying to adopt the European kind of. Model Could have been done way better, but yeah, no. 100%. I mean, I think it's done this way just because of the formats of of the of the leagues that we have in North America. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Would it be would it just be easy to have four teams like they do in Europe? Four teams from Liga MX, four top four teams from MLS, top four teams from Costa Rica, whatever. Top two teams from Honduras, probably. But I guess just like I said, due to the nature of the the tournaments that we have, mm-hmm. uh, the cups that we have, the playoff system that we have. Um, I guess this is just the best way they could do it. So we yeah, face so that, another team from Mexico, is what you're saying, to end up 
I think it, I think it's randomized. I think you just yeah. So okay. it's just like a yeah, just random. Mm-hmm. So we may either end up with you know. Which I would think it would be like all MLS and League MX teams on like on one side, I guess, and then like yeah. So it's not repechaje. That's not what we're into. In the right? sense, we're in the sense, in a sense, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Unless we win the final, if we, you guys, if or yeah. League's Cup, right? Or League's Cup goes in all the way. In. Yeah, I think, right. I think yeah, League's yeah, Cup yeah. has a. If you win, first... if you win League's Cup. You go. You also go into Con yeah, around the sixteen. Yeah, if, yeah, if yeah. you win, if you win it, yeah, you go. You go right in. Like right now. Well, welcome to the math uh, part of the podcast, guys. Where we bring you guys all. I suck at math. It involves my team. Uh, I guess I'm good at it. <laughs> Get your calculators out. I mean, from the mathematic mathematical perspective, America secured themselves, regardless of what happens this season, right? Obviously. Nice. You you need a you need a W in the in the championship department, but it's good to see them play Champions League football. And Carlos Diaz said, "Oh no, sorry, there it is." Um, oh no, it was Midwestern Cholo saying we're probably going to see them in CCL more often with this new format. So yep, that's true. Yeah, which is that's how good. it should be. Which and is good. Midwestern, <laughs> Midwestern Cholo say, <laughs> "Yeah." Yeah, Midwestern Cholo saying, uh, check out the... the, the That's what I'm checking out right now. It, yeah. It's going to help us out. <laughs> so chat, shout out to Midwestern Cholo reminding us that Wikipedia exists to make all of our lives just that much more easier. But... Yeah. And as confusing as this sounds, <laughs> America is playing Champions League Word. football regardless yes. next year. So it's not even this year that we're breaking our heads over. It's next year. So, uh, which gives is fine us time. It, yeah, it gives us time to kind of build to what we're looking for. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't the following year also kind of like the super, like the big club World Cup that they want to have? Yeah, I think right? it's after that one, after the this uh, Champions League, they're gonna have like what is it two, two or three? I think. No, I think I think that that already started. Oh, brother, we're giving. We're just stressing everyone out with this. Wait, yeah, I won last year's Champions League. Bro, come on, bro. Jesus. It's you go for them. Hot. No, I'm talking about Conquer Cav. Oh, Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, Seattle Sounders, yeah. and they got their butts knocked out right away. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. So this new one takes place in 25, that's correct? No, no, no. What new one? The new Club World Cup. Am I? I, I don't even know. Because they do this in know, January dude. when they do it, or have been doing it. <laughs> oh God! Let's just, <laughs> let's just hopefully Dylan doesn't listen to this because he already calls us fake fake news. Oh, <laughs> yeah. let's, just, to the office let's just put a right wrench now. in this, and and we'll come back once we get closer to that, and we'll give. Yes, it's you know, a little Last bit more two winners are Seattle and Monterrey, in case everyone was wondering. It's like the last two winners of Right, exactly. Monterey. And th- they've qualified already for the for the next World Cup, Club World Cup, the big one. The big the, the big, 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 one. big one. Monterrey yeah. and Seattle have already qualified. So to get into that, we need to win the Champions League. Seattle's gonna ah, play it again? Okay. Yes, because they've won it already. So they're playing oh, yeah, two. and, and Midwestern so Cholo saying I think it's in the summer now, right? So they're in the summer. Yeah. Okay, I get it. I, I get whoever, what you mean. Whoever, right, so yes. this is our last chance to get into the big one. This this yeah. tournament right here, this new one, that's this upcoming one. The 2024 one, win. yeah. We have so to win. It's a must win. Yeah, or else we will not join. The and you elite. know America needs to be part of that big party. Okay. All right. Yes. This is our last we're, chance. We're going to send a fax over to Coapa, letting them know the urgency of, of winning this tournament a year from now. Um, we win then, we make it to the Super League. Oh my god! <laughs> hey, that that is tempting, man. You know how much revenue we can get off of that, but that's besides the point. All right, I think we've confused everyone enough, and I know I've confused myself. And I thought I was coming into this knowing everything already while I was doing my research. So <laughs> it's good to show how first the things are. I ask, yo, Chris is the moon right now. Oh man, we're all just scratching our heads here, pulling our hairs out. Oh man, but just know, CONCACAF Champions League 2024, America, get ready. So we'll we'll get into discussion more later on when we get more details about that. All right, any more club news? Any more updates that you guys want to have uh, before we wrap it up here? 
I think Negative. we'll check that on club news for the day, man. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah nah. That. That's enough. Yeah, we got a headache. <laughs> that's all yeah. we got. Yo, facts. <laughs> My head hurts. All right, look. All right, well, we'll just kind of call it there. We'll, we've, we've stressed everyone out enough already. Um, but uh, with that said, if there's anything, nothing else, uh, I just want to say thank you guys to all of you guys who came out, listened to the show. Thank you to all my co-hosts, AJ, Christian, Chris. Thank you guys for making the time to come out, talk all things Cool America. Of course, man. As always. Love this. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. We'll be back on Thursday to give you guys a preview to the Classico Hoban, get you guys caught up and ready in regards to all of that. Hopefully, less less confusing updates to give you guys in that aspect so with that said you guys take care have a wonderful time and as always Arriba America. good night ladies and gentlemen this was another production of the eagle eye podcast the number one source for all things club america in english Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Eagle Eye Podcast and get all the latest news and coverage. And subscribe to our podcast wherever it is you may listen.